0: What's up and welcome back to another episode of Ask PG Braun with my special double co-host action today. Who gets to go first? Is that BB Pro. pro <laughs> 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 IFBB Pro Super Science, Sammy Gannum, that's with one M, and Billy, the head of the call center. Yep, that's me. Gagliardo. Dun, dun, dun. We are here specifically to answer uh, BPG questions, so we're going to get right into them. There are quite a few,
1: and we are going to speed round these motherfuckers. All right. So this one's a, a kind of a longer one. I'm just going to go right through it. Okay. So, hey, PJ, just placed my order for the Beat PJ. I'm sending in photos this evening. Happy to participate because I've hit a plateau in my transformation. I started off a scrawny guy between 155 and 165, and up to the end of last year, got to 210 pounds. Hmm. Back down and fluctuate between 185 and 190. I have seen great results from the stack Tim at Natural Body advises me to take. I've become much more vascular and lost body fat in my arms, chest, and legs. I just have this stomach fat that I just can't seem to shake. My normal stack includes double Brutal Force and MethaQuad. I'm halfway through the first four weeks. I know there's no such thing as spot reduction in fat. What should my supplement diet and exercise routine look like? But he didn't submit his diet? no he didn't so
0: without knowing anything about what you're eating i would attack the nutrition first my first go-to for anybody doing the bpj that wants to lose weight is to just get on a ketogenic diet and if you did the bpj you can get the keto plan right through our customer service cs at BlackstoneLabs.com. There, there's really no one male i will specify that won't drop weight effectively on a ketogenic plan. And then from there, if you want to get more specific or more precise with it, then you can absolutely follow back with more questions or hire a coach to answer your questions. But, but if you're not doing keto, get right into keto. You're gonna drop fat fast. And no, you can't spot reduce. I think you guys are are gonna probably agree with that right yeah
1: and and he's not alone as far as like the stomach fat being an issue like that's an issue for most people usually the limbs will get lean first and then as the stomach comes in that's usually the last thing to go for everybody
0: yeah i mean you went from 155 to over 200 pounds just keep coming down it's gonna it's gonna go it's just time at that point exactly
1: all right so moving on brad h uh hey pj is there a difference between the old powdered version of apex male and the pill version of apex male I'm asking because I am prone to getting migraines and the pill version triggers them. The powdered version of Apex male didn't. Is there a difference between the two? Is there a chance Blackstone Labs will ever carry the powdered version again?
0: Should be no difference between the two other than the, the capsules.
1: Yeah, I don't think there was. So
0: what I would suggest is open up the capsules and just mix them into some sort of juice or something. Drink them like that. And if you still get a migraine from it, then... I, I couldn't tell you what would be causing that because the ingredients are the same.
2: I would agree, and I would just say drink more water. Down yeah,
0: there. see if there's something else that's giving you a migraine, but the, the, there's really nothing in Apex male that should give you a migraine. It, it, it's all herbs that are just boosting your, your testosterone level naturally. Right. Um, I would assume that something else is triggering it, but just so you know, for just, to make you feel good, the ingredients
1: are the same. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Sometimes people are quick to blame something mm-hmm. for causing a side effect. It could when, be dehydration. Or it yeah. could be any other factor in their life that they're just not realizing. All right, next one is Oh my God, that's long. This is a long one.
0: <laughs> Sometimes they're gonna be long, guys, just letting you know No, oh,
1: he says that, please keep his name private, so oh. uh, redact the name, Eric. <laughs> 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 Sorry about that, man. Uh, Hi, PJ. I've been listening to your show for quite some time now. I appreciate everything you do on here, and I really like the knowledge and honesty that you bring about. Anyways, for quite some time now, I've been bodybuilding, and I have been enhanced for a few years. A couple weeks ago, I included growth hormone into my protocol for the first time. I decided to run things pretty simple all this off-season, 1250 test E, 4 I use GH five times a week prior to fasted cardio for 20 minutes, I started this and test roughly nine weeks ago i noticed water retention and even a bit more inflammation after some workouts brought down my volume on my training to see if that would help with the inflammation slash soreness and it did i'm experiencing edemia on the legs and i'm under the impression it is solely from the gh and that is only that is the only new factor i've never dealt with edemia before i've been on much more gear in the past than what i'm on now so i truly believe it's the growth i regularly get blood work done and liver-kidney function is always good. Blood pressure is a little elevated today, typically around 140 over 70, which I assume is from the high test. Feel great, pumps are great, I'm just bugged out with the edemia. Over the last week I added horse, chestnut, and dandelion root to my stack of health subs, as Dante Trudell has mentioned chestnut for GH bloat. Is there anything that you could think would help with edemia? Have you ever helped anyone with that or experienced it? Could it be the type of GH? What is your opinion? I really like what growth has done for my physique, so I'd like to stay on it as possible.
0: So simple, very, very simple protocol for this.
1: Get off of the GH and it'll take about two
0: weeks for the bloat to go away. If the bloat does not go away in 10 to 14 days, then it's not from the GH. That'll solve that right there. Um, Then after those 10 to 14 days, I would also assume that you'd be having numbness in your hands and problems like that as well if you're getting that much edema. But anyway, after those 10 to 14 days where all the water is gone, start back over with one IU of GH before you go to bed. Wait about a week and then go to two units. Wait about a week, see how you're doing. If you're not holding any water again, then you can go to three units. You're going to find out where the dosage is that makes you have that issue. I had a similar issue years ago when this is, uh, I don't want to tell long stories today because we're trying to crank this out, but this is when I realized the difference between Serostim and a bunch of this bullshit Chinese GH that you guys use and shouldn't waste your money on. When I was competing, I was always using the Chinese stuff and I thought it was real. So when I retired from competing and I finally was able to get some money, I had a doctor that would give me a sterile stem and I had no problem paying for it. And I figured to myself, ah, you know what? I'm not competing, I don't need to go with a crazy dose. Let me just run like four units a day. So I got on four units a day and after about a week, I looked crazy. And I remember my old partner was like, damn dude, you look so jacked, what are you doing? And I was like, nah, I just added in some GH, it's been fun. But then over a period of another three, four, five days, I started swelling up with water more. And it got to the point where my hands were, were waking me up out of the middle of the night. They were just numb. And they were locked up. Like uh, the people that watch this video, they were locked up like this and I would have to pry them open in the morning. It was really, really odd. I was dropping things and it was very, very bizarre. And I was like, is it really worth staying on GH over this if this is the side effect? Mm-hmm. So finally it got to the point where my uh, the kid that cleans my cars was like, holy shit, bro. What's going on with your hands? And I looked at my hands and they were swollen like sausages. And I went into to work that day and I showed my old partner and he was like, dude, that looks weird. He was like, you better get off that GH, it's gotta be from the GH. And I had gained like 20 pounds. So I got off the GH and just like what I told you, the same thing happened, all the water went away. It took about two weeks, got back on, started out at one unit. And I realized that once I got to three units, that anything over that made me start really swelling up with water again. So that made me decide my limit will be three units. Now what I've done later in life, just to mess with that a little bit, is I have rotated my dosages. So I go down to, to, to two units sometimes, and then I go up to four or five units sometimes, but I don't stay at that dose very long before I go back down to two units again. And I find that if you do it like that, you can get a lot of the very good benefits of gh without all the ex- excess swelling and i'm sure anybody else would tell you a similar answer and i think that we can just move on to the next yeah, question
1: yeah absolutely <clears throat> okay so next one is plant-based versus vegetarians, which i already know your position on um says pj my question today is about plant-based diets versus meat-based I have a friend who was at one point a nutritionist and also follows a plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. He does not eat meat, fish, or dairy, but doesn't identify 100% as a vegan either. He also doesn't throw any of it in your face, which is nice and rare, Good, Um, and doesn't mind sharing if people ask. So over the months, I've heard him explain a few things, some of which intrigued me. Recently, he mentioned that for the meat-based slash cheese-based protein your body can only absorb 50% of what you consume, the rest is going to waste. And that for plant-based proteins, your body can absorb a lot uh, a lot more of it. I have looked into the pros and cons of eating certain meats as well as plant-based or vegan diets. And for all the supposed pros to plant-based diets, I also see that excluding meats altogether deprives your body of certain nutrients that can't be found anywhere else naturally. Personally, I feel that moderation is best, as well as focusing on a large portion of your diets on healthier foods, but not excluding anything completely. At the same time, I'm curious if I should give a plant-based supplement a try just to compare uh, to what I'm used to. Loyal Blackstone Labs customer here, and recently picked up some of the BPJ 2020 stacks from Alex Kaplan, so don't worry about the business. But just curious what your thoughts are from a bodybuilder's perspective. Are there any successful bodybuilders out there who follow plant-based diets and supplements routines to your knowledge?
0: Uh, Jonathan Azari, I think might still be, he's not, no, he's not nope. anymore. Okay. So probably, John, makes, John? John, probably yeah. makes sense. Cause he looks not, jacked still, again.
1: He's no, he's not.
0: All right. Okay. So outside of that, then no, um, there was a guy, I think Kiyoshi Modi that was, I believe vegan, uh, back in the day. So here's the deal. Uh, I don't want to spend a long time on this. My position is if you don't give a shit about eating meat, then go be a vegan, you know? But if you like eating meat, if you enjoy the taste of it and you feel good, don't get caught up in all this hoopla and propaganda that's out there about how bad meat is. Because I can tell you this. Plant-based proteins are incomplete proteins anyway. Yes. They're, they're, they're not the most complete source of protein. And, and honestly, if you want a perfect, complete perform <laughs> version of protein, an egg. But then you're going to get people that can't digest eggs the right way. There's going to be some sort of argument for everything that you put out. So this is the way that I do it. I have figured out over the years the foods that I like to eat versus the foods that I don't like to eat versus the foods that I want to eat. And I base it all around that. I actually like to eat fish. I digest it pretty easily. So I eat mostly fish. I fucking love rice. I could have been a sumo wrestler. I could eat (laughs) bowls and bowls of rice. Makes my life pretty easy. I either eat fish and rice or fucking chicken and rice. Pretty simple. Doesn't cause me any problems. However, I also love cheese and humans probably shouldn't have that much dairy. And when I have too much cheese, it fucks up my stomach. But you know what? I like cheese, so I'm going to leave it in. Now, I don't really care that much for vegetables. However, I know that they're extremely beneficial, so I include green vegetables in my meals. I eat a lot of Brussels sprouts, certain other random greens like spinach. I like asparagus a lot, even though you're gonna get far less nutrition out of that. That's the way I like to do it. There are books on the carnivore diet, which if I was gonna pick one over the other, give me that one all day over the fucking vegan diet. I think that if your position, this is how I feel about it, if your position is that you can't eat meat because you love animals so much, that's a moral thing and I'm totally okay with that. Yep, I have no issue with that at all. Yeah, I agree. If you don't care about eating the animals, then I will tell you that a balanced nu- nutrition that's based around eating animals like we're designed to do is far better for you
1: overall. I totally agree. I think a lot of like the vegan um, videos that have come out mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them have proved that vegetables are healthy. Yeah. Which I don't think has ever been disputed by anybody. No, never. Ever. Eat your fucking vegetables. Exactly. So I've yet to really see one that inder, you know, indefinitely um, says that meat is bad. They always do a great job of showing how healthy vegetables are, yeah. which is great. But I've never seen the opposite side of it. The one thing I think that's really weird with vegan-based diets, they're
2: basing it off of less inflammation, all this other bullshit. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, it's not about, yeah, someone could have inflammation from if they're fucking bulking or anything like that. But at the end of the day, if you're eating in moderation, you're eating frequently throughout the day, you're not going to see inflammation. If you're keeping the same foods in that work well with your body, why change it? Also, I'm going to leave one thing out. I mean, one thing in with a vegan-based diet as a bodybuilder, you're not going to build the kind of density you're going to get from having meat in your diet. No way. Uh, my wife, for instance, like my wife's a vegan now. Um, do I advocate it? Not really. I don't care. Um, does she try to slip? It, it's uh, her choice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, her, it's choice. her choice. Exactly. She, it, she chooses it. I'm not going to eat tofu. I'm not going to eat whatever. Meat, Gardein. Gardein, like every <laughs> weird thing that goes on. The beyond meat. I don't have a problem yeah. with it, but I'm going <laughs> to still eat steak, chicken, fish, everything like that because that works for my body and I know I won't look nearly as good if
1: i switch to a plant-based and i don't know about anybody else but i've gone through kicks where i've eaten a lot of vegetables and it bucks my stomach yeah up bad it's hey, just dude, a lot broccoli. of a
0: lot of fiber that's hard to process there's certain yeah. things that people can't eat look i like brussels sprouts a lot of people think brussels sprouts
1: suck i uh, dude, they're horrible dude if i, I, I eat them, too yeah, many bite, brussels sprouts
0: i'm farting like crazy exactly. when you bite
2: into those dude and they're cooked wrong like that like sour taste. I don't know if you guys oh, ever had that. It's disgusting. It's It's very simple to make good Brussels sprouts. You just cover them with bacon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no one could get away with certain things that you could do.
0: Uh, anyway, that's enough, I think, yeah. on,
1: on that one. All right, so let's move on. Brandon Rash. Okay, nowhere says he didn't want his name included. B. Rash. B. Rash, yep. Uh, PJ and guest. Uh, first, PJ, thanks for everything you do. The Legion has been great for myself and my fitness. I have also helped so many people in my community with their fitness goals and couldn't have done it without Blackstone Laz behind me. My question is, is thirty too late to get on stage. I have never until recently had an interest in doing a show. I have always more or less been a trainer and helped people, and that has been my enjoyment. I have always just lifted just to lift. I also have thought that if I was preparing, preparing for a show, then lifting would become almost a job and it wouldn't be as enjoyable. As always, any thoughts you and your guests have would be awesome. Um what
2: do you think, Sammy? I wouldn't call body, switching to bodybuilding a job. You should treat it as a hobby, Yes, in
1: my opinion. Um, I'm also 30, so I'm a little offended that he thinks that's too late. <laughs> 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 uh, Bob Ciccarello <laughs> did
0: not turn pro in bodybuilding until he was 40 years old. Until he's 40. And then he actually started a great career because of that, and he emcees all the shows now. That's awesome. He was somebody that just did not fucking give up. Shout out to Bob if somebody tells him that I'm saying all this and now he does a lot for the ifbb he became the athlete's rep at one point Mm -hmm. all after 40 years old and he just didn't give up
1: i mean i think most people agree too that like 30s is supposed to be like your prime yeah it is you will hit
0: your prime in your 30s i retired very young i told my parents that i was gonna try as hard as i could to be best in the world by the time i was 30 and if i wasn't i'd put all that same effort into running a business, and I stuck to my word, and I did it. Sometimes I think maybe I retired too young, but I had also really beat the shit out of my body, and I honestly was just really, 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 really wanting to start Blackstone Labs. And I'm glad, minus all the FDA stuff, that I did. So I, you know, the decision is going to be different for everybody. I mean,
1: I think about Masters Nationals. That's the largest show of the year. Yeah, I think you still get it's your thousands of people show My
0: body Masters is too to... at
2: the end of the day. Don't, uh, this guy, what's his name again? B-Rash. 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 Yep. Uh, dude, don't think of it as a job. Think of it, Have fun with it, it's a process. Yeah, You're building something. If you think of
1: it as a job, it, it makes it a lot harder. It makes it Absolutely. boring, and then you're just gonna wanna give up, yes. Exactly. Absolutely. All right, so this is a short one, thank God. What is the difference between SSTGH and growth? Humongous, humongous difference. So
0: growth is a sleep aid that will put you into deep REM sleep. And in theory, you will release more growth hormone because of that. The SST GH actually will make your pituitary gland pulse out more growth hormone. So it's considerably stronger. It's like comparing a motorcycle to a tricycle.
2: It's like comparing also MK677 and real growth hormone. But the difference is they're both, because MK677, you're actually getting pulses of growth hormone through your pituitary. Similar, but what's cool about the SHTGH, no water retention, and it doesn't activate growing. So if you're trying to get leaner but want better sleep, you're going to get a better. I mean, I sleep like a tank on that SHTGH.
0: Yeah, it's it's very potent. I I fucking love it. You could take them together. It's just they're, they're, you know, extremely different in
1: that sense. Right. All right. So uh, this one is from Marina. Uh, reverse diet hey guys love your podcast and your subs, but most of all your brand and fitness inspiration uh question oh this was for ab check um, i guess we could do it uh how do you reverse diet from shows nutrition and cardio wise uh question for pj what is in your opinion best for a natural female athlete bikini off season trying to grow muscle but not get fat uh cheat meals or refeeds
0: so apologies for missing the ab question somehow a while ago yeah um reverse dieting needs to be done very carefully. And it needs to, this is going to be a, a somewhat vague answer, um, but I need to know a lot more details. But reverse, reverse diet needs to be done, designed around the diet that you are currently on. So you've got to back your way out in a similar way that you came down. And um, I don't know enough about what you were doing, but the way that I like to explain it to people is, you, you know, you start out at this high point, with a lower amount of cardio, and you progress down to lower food, lower food, more cardio, more cardio, more supplements, more supplements, and then you absolutely cannot just stop. So you've gotta back out the supplements at a slow, weight, slow rate, you've gotta back down the cardio at a slow rate, and you've gotta increase the food at a slow rate, and you should increase the food Using the same foods that you're already eating—that's the ideal way to do it. what Was the other question?
1: Uh, it said, "Ask whether uh, the different, like whether you would include refeeds or cheats for the reverse."
0: Honestly, everyone is different. Yeah. You can do them either way. Uh, some people, psychologically, really want cheat meals bad,
1: and I think there's some people psychologically cannot handle cheat meals. Yeah, absolutely, you uh, give them one cookie and they they lose their fucking. Yeah, they minds.
0: can't. They can't handle it. And I'll tell you this: there there are certain people that can handle refeeds. Steph Mahoy. Could not handle refeeds. She would just tell me like, "I feel so crappy eating all these carbs. Like I don't like it. I'd rather just eat a burger and then just know that was what I ate and get back to it." So with her, we didn't do refeeds. So, the, you know, in, in the end, you have to look at what the difference in calories is going to be. Yeah. So if you structure a refeed where you're not eating as many calories as a cheat meal, or vice versa, then it's going to affect you a lot differently. Plus, of course, when you're when you're having numerous meals with carbs throughout the day your your pancreas is releasing insulin over and over again versus the one time Mm -hmm. during the cheat meal so there's there's both ways work it's just a matter of what you're doing there's
2: also one way since she's obviously reverse dining game back to her baseline diet she could just add calories on top of that where she's eating a good amount of caloric surplus so maybe she doesn't even need a cheat meal some people just respond to eating up in their calories every two weeks every four weeks yeah similar to that
0: i mean it's just backing out because at, at
2: the end of the day, she's trying to build muscle and stay lean. It's better to stay on a more approach diet than having a scheduled refeed or that. Some,
0: some people look at a, a cheat as a reward. Correct. Yes. So if, if, that's, if you're doing it f- for that reason, you have to look at, well, why do you need this reward or why do you want this reward, rather than I'm doing what my body needs as far as food goes.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next one is from Alessandro. Uh, Alejandro excuse me Um, Chosen One Hey PJ I've been considering giving Chosen One a shot In efforts to give my physique that added edge But I've been a bit hesitant about it Due to the possibility of shutting down my natural testosterone production I've never experimented with anything And just wanted some clarification One how long can I run Chosen One If say I wanted to stay on it for over a 12 week period or longer Two will an over the counter PCT Really bring me back to uh, normal testosterone levels And three will I experience testicle shrinkage so you can
0: run chosen one for as long as you want you just need to understand the longer that you're on it the longer you're going to shut your testosterone down for which means yes you're going to have the shrinkage and then it becomes harder to come back also if you're on hrt guys you can add in any of these pro hormones whenever you want and you don't have to worry about any of that stuff nope so if you run chosen one for four weeks, there's a good chance that you're gonna shut yourself down, yes. If you run chosen one for eight weeks, you're definitely gonna shut yourself down. If you run for 12 weeks, I, I would guarantee you're gonna shut yourself down. And can you come back with normal PCT and Apex male? I've seen it happen plenty of times. I I, I really have. Sometimes people don't. You know, it, it's a lot of it is just a,
1: a roll of the dice. I think know, it's they, just
2: age. Yeah. Yeah. The older you are, the more suppressed you're gonna get. Mm-hmm.
1: Especially also also genetic, there are some people who are just so like resilient. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know guys who have done real gear, no PCT, all of a sudden two weeks, they're back to. Absolutely. It, you know, so everything so, so ah, really depends. depends. Also, I think if you're, if you're taking one of our DHAs for an extended period of time, you'd up the dosage at a certain point, yeah. um, your body just gets so adjusted to the compound that mm-hmm. if you don't increase the dosage after like, I'd say eight weeks or so. You're not going to notice much. You're just going to be more bet, basically. Exactly, and yeah.
0: you are relying on it at that point. So there's yeah. no way to think that you wouldn't suppress yourself.
2: And at the end of the day, if you're not running, if you're going to want to take chosen one for that long, I would honestly advise because I lost the bet, which sucks. But uh, <laughs> I
0: would
2: honestly advise taking a test base with, with which is our brutal force for regimen. It's like taking testosterone. I obviously had a lower lower milligram, but you're still keeping some elevation there.
0: You're not going to feel great on just
1: chosen one for a long time. No, not at all. All right, so Nick Sarah, uh, hi, PJ, was just wondering, would you recommend Harmonize for PCT for women or just have them take PCT5, Nova, or Clomid, or do Harmonize with any of the PCT mentioned above?
0: Depends on what they were doing, but women don't need PCT the same way that men do. Mm -hmm. So my advice is just have them on Harmonize no matter what. Whether they're on Anivar, whether they're on Abnormal, whether they're they're on... testosterone regardless put them on harmonized no matter what and just leave them on got it
1: Interesting. all right next one is from Bazman. Uh halo elite and pre-slash post-workout meal yo boss when i take halo elite it makes my skin very tight like a pump but more uncomfortable i normally take three to six pills with pre-workout every day roughly 20 to 30 minutes before the gym what can i change to make to to not make this reaction happen also, what is best to eat pre- and post-workout meals?
2: I mean, you're getting a pump, dude. Yeah, That's I mean, a it pump, uh, sounds yeah. like you're just getting a yeah. really good That's like good the pump. point of the you're product, getting, yeah. isn't it? a skin-splitting pump. That's the benefit of it. You're breaking yeah. down yeah. muscle fibers. That's what I repair. love about
0: it. Yeah, me too. I don't know how to answer that other than don't take the Halo Elite and see if you
2: like how you feel more without it. Right. You know.
1: And I think for the pre- and post-workout meals, it's, it's too broad of a question. We I don't mean, know what the diet if, is, what the goal is. Yep.
2: If you want a softer pump, just stop Haley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plain and simple. Don't mean to sound like a dick, by the way. Yeah, no, I me mean neither, but I, that's what I like about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love that feeling. Um, Nick pre- Sarah again. Uh, so T3 dosing for contest prep. Was wondering how you recommend using T3. I recall you mentioning tapering up and tapering down while on prep in previous episodes.
0: So there's a lot that I need to know about what you're doing to really accurately answer that. But I don't like to put T3 in until you're at least eight weeks out. Some people, I don't use T3 at all, at all. Uh, Some people use for the last month, but let's just say I was going to start it at eight weeks out. I'd start you at 25 micrograms and I'd leave you there for a couple weeks. And the way that I increase it is usually 12.5 MCGs. So you'd be going, you know, 25 to 37.5, seeing how you feel there. I I really don't like going higher than 50 MCGs. I've talked to people that have gone way higher than that. I think if you're eating a shitload of food and you need to do that, you can. Um, But, you you, you know, you really need to know what you're doing with T3 to make it work the right way. I do feel that T3 is far more effective than most other things. It's far more effective than clen When you utilize it the right way, it just can also be... Ineffective and, in fact, dangerous when you don't use it the right way. So, without knowing what you're doing, it's just hard to to give you a, a true answer to that question.
1: Yeah, I would say the same thing. You have to watch progress with a person. I, I mean, will say
2: that for 99 percent of my women, I've never used T3. I mean, personally, me, I've used T3, but I've not gone over 12.5. I love T3. By the yeah. way, I, so, I mean, I actually have to take it yeah. every day. Um, I, I actually
1: T3. have a low thyroid. Uh, medically, so for me taking 25 micrograms of T3 on my blood work comes back perfect. I come back like a normal human being. Mm-hmm. So, once again, you have three different people yep. with three totally different scenarios. So, you have to watch, you have to know the person individually in order to start honestly doing something. It's an individual like basis on yeah. each part because mm-hmm. you can have one guy that's one
2: fat tub of shit 16 weeks out. Shit, in my opinion, I'd start him at 12.5 all the way till eight weeks and then bump it up to uh, 25 micrograms. But I wouldn't go any higher than that, No, in my opinion. We can crank out a few more questions. Yep. Hey,
1: uh, Javier. Uh, hey, PJ. Hope your Christmas and New Year's were badass. We've got a couple things I'd like to ask you. Appreciate your feedback over my doctors and a lot of stuff. Uh, anyways, what's your take on high cholesterol? Most meats, lean or not, have cholesterol, and I was recently diagnosed with high cholesterol. Can you also go into, uh, go into how it affects the heart and any remedies you know of other than meds and how to lower it? Also, can you go into detail on how your Cialis regimen works for you?
0: So as far as your cholesterol, tell you what, just email me your blood work and I will go over it in that one in in personal detail with you because there's a lot you can do for that. As far as my Cialis protocol, uh, most people are great with five milligrams before bed every night you'll do fantastic with it. Just make sure you've eaten enough food. You won't get any of the downside effects. You can do 10 milligrams. I have absolutely done 10 milligrams. Sometimes I do 10 milligrams every other night, but I like to be consistent either five, 10 milligrams at night. That's a lower dose. That's a daily use dose. And you can do that literally forever. I don't like using it earlier in the day because it can drop your blood pressure too low, especially if you're working out, especially if you're using capillary restrictors or vasodilators to the gym. It's just too much thrown at you at once but doing it like that at night you will get the benefits of the sexual side of it you will get the blood flow side of it and you'll also get the prostate side of
2: it so it's very beneficial that way Got one it. thing i'll say about cholesterol is just keep your cardio in year-round yeah i mean
1: there's a lot that i i
0: want to know lower.
2: about his cholesterol yeah we have to know
1: is, is hdl low yeah. is ldl high the is LDL ratio? not low yeah exactly there's a there's a lot that goes into that um, so this one, I think we can just direct them right toward the call center. You can tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Um, uh, it says, PJ, I've been meaning to ask you. This is Joseph Zundel, by the way. been meaning to ask you about your development for your pro-hormones. Can you tell me and others how these should be taken and some success stories of their use? Elaborate on PCT post-use. I intended to try them, but wanted to get your depth in discussion about them first.
0: Yeah, call the call center. These guys are experts. Exactly. They've all been trained uh, by me, and, and, and I've, take the I've been trained by Jared Wheat. Um, so we, we have the guy that designed the products himself for the world, teaching us how to do them. So those guys are experts. Right. I would ask them. Right.
1: We talk about it all day. Yep. There. So, I mean, we can even like get into more depth about your personal situation. You also a custom protocol. Exactly. To to figure out exactly what's going to work best for you as an individual. 100%. Okay. So oh, please keep the name anonymous. So, okay. This is anonymous. Hey, PJ, finally catching up on your podcast and notice the new host Have to say I like them both. Would be happy with Sammy or Billy. Wow. In the the wow. I like this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry on. I can't say his name. <laughs> um, granted, uh, I'd be nervous as hell in their seat, but I wanted to weigh in that if I had to choose, I'd like to see Billy as the full-time. <laughs> I like you, bro. <laughs> I, I, like, this I, know, I, knew I like this guy. I like this <laughs> guy. Uh, he's just a down-to-earth vibe, seems comfortable, and Unfold was very man. knowledgeable. I'm joking. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> if you <follow> <laughs> Look, you're all-around good guy who seems not to have an agenda and is very trustworthy. I think that's definitely the kind of atmosphere you want for your podcast since unfiltered openness and honesty are a big part of your angle when discussing bodybuilding supplements slash stacks. But not knocking Sammy, he was good too and would like to hear uh, how he does later this year in his competitions. Thank you, bro. Anyway, my question is regarding SARMs. I've heard you talk about them many times over all podcasts and watched slash read a bunch of info from Tony. So let's say you're taking Brutal Force Chosen, Metha, and you're adding in S23 or YK11. Do you continue just taking one Letro XT in the morning and one at night to prevent gyno, or do you increase the dosage? Uh, does the PCT phase change at all? Um, please confirm. Do you recommend taking S23, YK11 in five-day bursts or dosing it per day for a one- to two-month time frame?
2: Mm, Sammy, I'm going to let let answer this. that one. He's done these. The one thing, thing is ways. I would say you don't water A has uh, a it so that's fifty milligrams. You don't need letra right now. Uh, maybe you could say that for your PCT. The with the if you're running them together, uh, you got to understand they're both dry compounds. So you're already dehydrating your body already. So AIs are not. Um, but you want to take it every day. Um, capping point with S23 would be ten milligrams morning, ten milligrams pre-workout. S20, oh uh, uh, yeah, S23. YK11. Yeah, I mean, dude, you can get away with ten milligrams. Twenty's uh, pushing it. But if they're in five. 15, and spread it throughout the day. YK, they say 11 hours. Uh, I I would say it's a little shorter than that, like 6 to 8, in my opinion. So best case scenario, 5 milligrams morning, 5 milligrams pre-workout.
1: Yeah, and if he's stacking it with the pro-hormones, though, like if he's taking Brutal Chosen and Metha, I think he does have to take, like, Eradicate or something on cycle with that. Um, I know S23 does have some, like, estrogen-lowering uh, properties, right? Correct. Okay, so, you know, maybe just keep a low dose of, like, Eradicate on it. Um, I don't think the PCT phase needs to change at all, but though. being on meth-quad, like you think 50 milligrams is not enough? Uh, 50 milligrams of what?
2: Methquad. Methquad's on that stack, right?
1: Yeah, it says Brutal Chosen, Metha, along with either S23 or YK11. So, if... I don't think he needs more.
0: Also, just let him know the next podcast that comes out. We're recording literally right after this one with Trevor Curtson, who is as knowledgeable as anyone I've ever met on SARMs. He is a chemist who specializes in SARMs. So listen to that episode, which will be the next one out after this one.
1: Correct. He is the chemist of the SARMs. Right. Um, I think just to answer real quick, uh, I don't think the PCT phase needs to change at all with this. Um, And then... Real quick, Sammy, he said five day bursts or running them for a one to two month time frame. One to two month time frame. Yeah, I would agree with that too. That's with anything. I don't like doing that five days
2: on. All right, we got five more questions. Come on, come on, come on.
1: Uh, Coaching for a bodybuilding classic category. My name is Nav uh, from Melbourne, Australia. Working out lifting weights is pretty much all my life. Never into bodybuilding though, played other sports like football and wrestling. Now that I'm looking further to step on stage this year in 2020 in men's classic bodybuilding, but the problem is I don't have a coach, yet very hard to find here in Australia. Not sure I'm who I trust and spend my hard-earned money with. Uh, Please advise.
0: I would tell you, and I'm not saying it because he's sitting right here, Billy Gagliardo is a fucking awesome coach. I've actually been referring more and more people to him. He reminds me of myself in many ways. And I don't mean that as like a Dave Palumbo. He likes, he reminds me of me. He's like the son I never had. Not as good as me, but he's, he's like me. Um, And I, I have not turned anyone to him who hasn't actually come back and thanked me. Fully. So I would rather put you to somebody who I know that's very good than suggest names that I don't know a lot about. A lot of these fancy name guys fuck people up all the time just as much as they do good things with people. Uh, I feel more comfortable sending you to somebody who I only know good things about. So I would send you to Billy Gagliardo. You can message him on Instagram if you want.
1: Yeah, so it's, uh, it's Billy G underscore fit or it's just uh, Gagliardo at BlackstoneLabs.com. You can reach me on either one of those. Sweet. All right, so uh, Roshane Deloach, I am in the challenge, uh, submitted photos like a week ago. I am 41, been lifting weights since I was 11 years old. I am six seven. Jesus. Ooh, wow. Uh, 290 and about 13 I'm to 14% yeah. body fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I carry most of my fat in my stomach. Uh, what can I really do to attack body fat and obliques? In your opinion, what would be a smart strategy to start with for the first four weeks to attack belly fat? Pretty similar to the question Diet. we had earlier. Diet. And then go into supplication.
0: Did you did they not get the diets in the everyone should have gotten them
2: not receiving them.
0: Yeah, you guys, if you didn't get a diet with your uh, Beat PGA protocol, please contact CS at Blackstone
2: Yes, please. You,
0: there is a free diet that for the most part will work
1: really well if you follow it. Right. Capture Lord Heron. Uh, I think this is the last one. Awesome. Uh, All right. So, yeah, because the other two were just spam. Okay. Uh, so this one is from Tristan. Um. Don't like
0: a lot of people with that name. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> just,
1: <laughs> oh, oh, so you know what? I don't even think this is actually a question. Um, He's probably asking if he can use PayPal or anything. Yes. Yeah. yeah, this is a troll. We don't do PayPal. We don't <laughs> do
2: PayPal. There
0: uh, Very good questions, guys. Remember, we are here to coach you with all of your BPJ stuff. Please keep sending them in. You still have the rest of January to get into this thing. I made an announcement that January first there was only 200 people registered, but now it looks like there are 400. Still not a lot. Still not a lot for that $10,000 spot. So I would get in, and there's a lot of prizes. $10,000. A one
2: lot more of
0: prizes. Prizes at stake. Plus, you know, you get the chance to to better your life. You know, to to better your future, to to add years to your life, to change your, you know, not just your quality of your life, but make yourself a lot healthier you know it's a it's a good fun process it's the, my favorite thing that we do all year uh and the stacks are all discounted so get in the bpj it's a fun time we'll keep answering all your questions in here and now we're going to move right into another podcast so we're going to say goodbye please listen to the next podcast with uh trevor and if you guys want to know about sarms it's all sarms and we're recording that one now for sammy and billy i am pj you know my last name peace out bye peace out bye